This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Twitter's gone. They accepted the money and Elon Stalin is taking over. So fuck you, Twitter, and goodbye forever, you insane Q-like forum. Or soon to be insane like Q-like forum. Peace out! Bye! Elon Musk, this is directly to you. Enjoy Twitter. I just deactivated mine. I will not be reactivating it. Enjoy. I deactivated my account and deleted the app. That's what I think of it. Fuck Elon Musk. Today, Twitter has announced that they've been bought by Elon Musk, or however you say his name. Um, I'm not interested in staying on Twitter anymore because of this, and I think there's a lot of people that are about to leave. So I just wanted to let everyone know that you can find me here. I'm going to also share this on Twitter before I deactivate my account so that anyone who wants to follow me can find me here as well. Hey, I did a thing today. I deactivated my Twitter account. You can too. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the war zone. The floods have been unleashed. <laughs> oh, man. So much big stuff has gone down. Welcome in, guys. It's your boy here, Scott from Woke Societies. Welcome in to the live show, episode number 216. Shout out to my two platforms that we're streaming on over on Rumble and, of course, the Foxhole.app. Great to see everyone here. We have made it. The weekend is over. Everyone's back to work. But don't worry. We are going to be laughing our asses off. We have so much to go over with Elon Musk's takeover. Guys, I got five big, gigantic, dong-sized booms from Durham. And so much more. So much more. How is everybody doing tonight? Oh, it's good, fam. We have... I, I, have to, I almost had to get a raft for, uh, for my studio here. To, to wade the storm of liberal tears, and I haven't I've, I haven't had so much fun. I haven't had so much fun on Twitter in, in, in probably almost two years than I've had today. It's gonna just, fam, it, we're just gonna be piling wins on top of wins tonight, and I hope you guys are ramped up. You should be. Oh, man. 
Oh man, it's I can't wait to get into the content. How was everyone's weekend? We had a lot of fun with everyone on locals last night. I just gotta I just gotta check uh, the sound again. I don't know if the wife touched this again. One second here. Where is my sound? There's the sound. Let's see. Like nope, not that one. There's the one I want. Properties, levels, and we're good. We are good to go. How is everyone's weekend, guys? You have made it to the live show. Welcome in. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! I'm ramped up, guys. I'm ramped up. I'm so glad you guys... Uh, I saw... I made a lot of new friends here on Twitter today. I see a lot of you back out there. Also, uh, running amok over on, on Truth Social. True Social has been opened up to everyone with an iPhone now, and it's just, it's just fucking chaos and just nonstop owning of these libtards. It doesn't get much better, fam. It does not get much better. There we go. Adjust ourselves here. D DM Elon to unlock my account. What's up, KH? At J, Tea Time Rose, Foxy, Re Repo Man. Great to see you. Brandy with the B. I see also Wise Mom Bear out here. Always great to see you. Ramona. Love you, Ramona. Megathan, PJ Card, Tea Time Rose, Khaleesi. Make Karen great again. <laughs> NVIDIA Demon. Fam. It does, it's weird because we go through these, uh, these lulls, these ups and downs, these ups and downs. And right now we are all on a up. And we have to enjoy these times and we have to cash in on these times. And when I say that, guys, we have, when I say cashing, and I'm talking about laughing our asses off. And really just, just enjoying the actual, this, this, the, uh, the defeat of the libs right now. They are literally, they don't know what to do with themselves at this point. And it's nice to see these people suffer after we have suffered so much for so long. And it just makes my heart sing. Is that, is that if from a religious, I know from a Christian standpoint that, you know, we're not supposed to be doing that. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I am enjoying every second of it. So, fam, we got so much content. We have so much content. We're coming off an awesome Trump rally out in Ohio on Saturday night. I hope you guys all enjoyed that show. It was an epic show. If you haven't gone watch it, go watch it. We brought in, we brought in uh, Drunk Pinata at the end, and it was uh, it was just an amazing time. A last minute ad there. Shout out to Cage. It was his idea. I had no problem with it. So. We have a full week of shows for you guys planned out. And also Friday night is going to be a regular show that's going to lead you right into a Trump rally. It's going to be fucking amazing. And then Saturday, guys, I have no idea what I have planned for Saturday. I really don't. I really don't. But either way, we need to get into uh, Wise Mod's account, but giggle a lot. Oh, we're going to be more than giggling, Wise Mod Bear. We're going to be more than giggling. But fam, I'm ready to jump into the show here. It is time for the News Blitz and then... We go ham on the libtards. Here we go. And to no one's surprise here, right off the top of the bat, from Fox News, the headline reads, Secretive Soros-funded group works behind the scenes with Biden admin on policy documents show. We already know, fam. We already know that this man is not the one making the shots in the White House. And it's not doesn't seem like it's just Obama either. A secretive group backed by millions of dollars from liberal, liberal billionaire George Soros is working behind the scenes with President Biden's administration 
the shape policy documents reviewed by Fox News show. Governing for Impact, named also known as GFI, the Veiled Group boasts an internal memos of, of implementing more than 20 of its regulatory agenda items as it works to reverse Trump-era deregulations by zeroing in on education, environmental, healthcare, housing, and labor issues. Open Society is proud to support Governing for Impact's efforts to protect American workers, consumers, patients, students, and the environment through policy reform, according to Tom Perriello, Executive Director of Soros' Open Society Foundations, told Fox News Digital. And fam, you guys are the wokest of the woke out there. Super educated, super red-pilled. You guys have been following me for years now. You know what's going on. But the normies realize and understand, yes, this man that, that is that is the resident right now, he can be sitting in the chair, but he is clearly not the one making the decisions. And we all know the infiltration. They didn't need to fire a bullet to take over our country. They've already infiltrated every institution in this in this country, from government all the way down to our schools and local elections. But fam, we are turning around the tide and we're calling this shit out in real time. And it's hard for these for these people to combat it. And we're gonna keep uh, following this trend here, as you're gonna see throughout the show. But it's been confirmed now. Soros is right in Joe Biden's ear, and their policies are going according to that. But it's gonna get even better here. And fam, just to bring it over to the to the French elections. You guys hear? Le Pen did not win, and the French, the French, I guess, version you would call MAGA, had to suffer what we all suffered in November 3rd of 2020. And what I want to show you here is a vote switch that occurred in the middle of the night. And of course, it's always the middle of the night. Le Pen had a lead here of 13,899,494 votes. And watching this YouTube video, this is at uh, 21 hours and 10 minutes. You fast forward here, and it did a switch in real time, dropping her by almost by over 2 million votes down to 11,558,051 votes in the middle of the night, giving Macron the, the, uh, the lead and ultimately the win. And I, there's videos, fam, of, of French citizens literally crying, flipping off the cameras, flipping off the TV. It is absolutely brutal to watch this occur and happen, but it's happening. And again, we cannot endure another one of these, fam. And anyone telling you not to vote in the midterms, we got to show up and we have to vote. It does not matter. We have to vote. And we have to show up the red wave in a big way because we cannot suffer that again. But I just wanted to show you this is happening in other countries, and it's the same exact theme. And bringing it back to the United States here, this is not a surprise to anybody. For immediate release, quadruple boosted and vaccinated, Vice President Kamala Harris has a statement today. The Vice President Harris tested positive for COVID-19 on rapid and PCR tests. She has exhibited no cis, uh, symptoms, will isolate and continue to work from the Vice President's residence. She has not been in close contact to the President or First Lady due to their respective recent travel schedules. She will follow CDC guidelines and the advice of her physicians. The Vice President will return to the White House when she tests negative. It's so funny, fam, because as the days and months continue to be carried on, the ones who have gotten vaxxed, every day we are a single living, breathing movement of, hey, guess what? You know what's changed in my life since COVID? And uh, health-wise? Nothing! Absolutely nothing. Nothing's changed. Didn't get the vaccine. No one I knew got sick. And we're all carrying on as, as, uh, as, <laughs> as normal. 
But yeah, it seems that every single one of these people that decided to get back up seem to be more susceptible to getting the COVID. And don't worry, fam. She thanked everybody for all their condolences and prayers and, and kind wishes and said she was very thankful that she was quadruple vaccine boosted. And she says to she wanted to encourage everybody to also, again, get your vaccines. Alright. And from the DailyMail.com fam, I wanted to bring this up because James O'Keefe is going to be dropping a bombshell story, apparently, of a whistleblower um, that is down at the border that is revealing that Joe Biden knowingly knew and is currently allowing terrorists in from other countries down at the border. DailyMail.com headline reads, New Jersey software developer 45 was sleeper Hezbollah agent who planned to carry out terror attacks on famous U.S. landmarks if Iran was bombed, according to a court hearing. The name Alexei Saab allegedly worked for Hezbollah's Islamic Jihad organization as a spy. Investigators allege he planned to carry out attacks on famous U.S. landmarks if Iran were to be bombed and would photograph his potential targets. The naturalized U.S. citizen worked as a software engineer in New Jersey by day and as a terrorist operative by night. He faces numerous charges, including conspiracy, supporting a foreign terrorist organization, citizenship application fraud, and way more. Saab has pleaded not guilty to all charges and is currently on trial in New York City. This fam, the the consequences of what Joe Biden is committing down at the border should be enough to get him, him impeached if we were living in a sane, normal world where people were actually held accountable, but it's not happening. And the people, we the people, are going to be suffering the consequences of these actions. And I hope to God, fam, as this as the everything starts warming up, we're in the middle of spring. We're about to head into the summer. Outside events seem to be uh, trigger points for these terrorists that want to cause mass ca- uh, mass casualties. And I'm praying we don't see any. But James O'Keefe is literally going to be putting a video out tonight talking about specifically how these terrorists, known terrorists, are walking and running throughout our country in multiple states. And it's not good, fam. Pray for our country and pray that we do not see any kind of mass casualty event. I hate seeing them. I hate covering them. But again... We're gonna blame anybody. It's this feckless leader that is uh, in the pre- that is at the presidency. But there is a little bit of hope, some hope from the post millennial. Biden admin is temporarily blocked from lifting Title 42, and as you guys know, Title 42 is set to be lifted by the Democrats at the end of May, and this is gonna basically allow anyone and anyone through the border without any check. COVID-19 restrictions lifted. Everything, fam. You're talking full-on mass wave invasion of illegal immigrants, but there's a temporary restraining order by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt's office obtained a temporary restraining order Monday that blocks the Biden admin from lifting Title 42, a public health order that has expedited the expulsion of immigrants since March of 2020. You know what's really sick, fam? I saw a video earlier of this woman that was allowed through the border who was given one of these phones. It was a phone conversation of her bragging to her mom back in Mexico how they, she got in, she got a phone, and that she was flying out to fucking Florida to start her new life with her brand new phone and her brand new government-issued ID um, for, for for an alien or uh, uh, an immigrant. I can't... Pin- <laughs> We're going to have so much st- shit to fix when this, is, uh, when this shit storms over, but... It's not getting any better. Let's pray that this title does not get lifted because it's going to just only cause more damage to this country. And again, we all know who to blame for this. And if you guys want to laugh at the retard right now, we're going to do it. Biden had a, I don't know what NHL hockey team this is, but he had a hockey team at the White House 
and he was trying to talk up either the head coach or general manager. His last name is Bergman. He calls him Batman in front of the cameras, and one of the uh, hockey players is laughing his his ass off at the mispronunciation. It's something I would probably do while I do it on the show all the time. Take a watch. Batman, and for being here as well. And uh, at the risk of stating the obvious here, it's a pretty good time to be in a sports fan. <laughs> Batman, and for being here as well. It's and, the uh, first second he calls him Batman. Batman. For being here. Batman, and for being here as well. And uh, <laughs> at the risk of stating the obvious here, it's a pretty good time to be he in a knows. sports fan. He fucking knows. This dude right over well. here. And, uh, at the risk of stating the obvious here, <laughs> it's a pretty good time. So apparently the ones in the chats are saying this is the uh, this is uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. The Tampa Bay Lightning. That's who was at the White House. And guys, you just have to fucking laugh. You just... What else can we do? There's going to be plenty of that today. And fam, we've covered at nauseum the, the story of Taylor Lorenz doxing the owner of the uh, Twitter account now, which has over 1 million uh, followers on Twitter. How Taylor Lorenz from the Washington Post doxed um, the owner of the, the Lives of TikTok account? Well, Tim Pool decided if there was enough money to gather together, he wanted to send a message to Taylor Lorenz by putting up a billboard in the middle of Times Square in New York City, and he actually did it. Here's the video, and Tim Pool, whether you hate him or you, or you love him, I don't really care. This is absolutely savage, and this is what was playing in the middle of the city today. Docs libs of TikTok, fam. This is why I'm saying there. The, the at every time, every year, there feels a shift that comes our way, and we are living in the middle of it right now. And we have to enjoy it. And fam, this is for all of my Pennsylvania Patriots. We have a Friday rally this this week. I think it's in Nebraska. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but we have another rally next Friday, put out by Donald Trump. And this is why I was saying for all my Pennsylvania Patriots, I don't know how you feel about this. President Donald Trump, 45th President of the United States, will hold a rally in Greensburg, Pennsylvania on May 6th. He is going to be there to deliver remarks on his support from Dr. Oz and candidates of the U.S. Senate and other endorsed candidates. And I just have to be like, dude, really? Does this dude really look like he's America first? And he has a quote here from Dr. Oz. Dave McCormick likes to keep calling himself the America first candidate, but voters won't be fooled. President Trump endorsed me because I am the first I am the American first Republican in this race. And fam, I got to be honest with you. I've been looking up Dr. Oz. I cannot find anything, anything but terrible takes, him backing up Dr. Fauci and him lip-tarting out to trans agendas and so much other stuff. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but my Lord, my Lord. And fam, we have to make fun of the Brits here for a minute. And if anyone's watching, anyone's watching from the UK, I, this is not against all of you. This is just against this peon who is, by the way, you're not going to be surprised what his uh, what his work title is in a moment. He put out this god-awful tweet. This is Padraig Belton. He says, hi, from America. 
where Walmart doesn't have a plug adapter for my UK laptop, but on the other hand, I can buy a rifle and ammunition. And what you're seeing here, fam, are air-pumped BB guns, and I guess, can you even call these rifles? They're air-pumped pellet and BB guns, and when you look at this, it's like, <laughs> does anyone in the UK even know what an actual gun is? And I'm sure you guys do. But you guys won't be surprised at what this guy's occupation is. And of course, he's a journalist at the BBC. And fam, no, this is not satire. This was a real post. And the first thing I thought was, oh boy, be careful there, Mr. Belton. You don't want to shoot your eye out with that Red Rider carbine. <laughs> and last thing here to wrap up the news blitz today, fam, from Maria Bartiromo. Breaking news. Sources are telling me that General Flynn will be completely exonerated this week. And fam, I got to be honest. I, I thought he already was. But apparently these people are keeping the fight up against General Flynn. And, and now she got breaking news that this is going to be officially ended um, very, very soon. Uh, apparently this week, it was a total fraud, a setup, and more tomorrow from Mornings with Maria. And fam, that is today's News Blitz. <laughs> oh, there's Show Collective. Brother, I knew you were probably going to be in the chat. I love you, man. We got we got nothing but love for our patriots across the pond. We just we we got to make fun of man. If it's for the BBC, I wouldn't take anything about the UK personally. Chocolate, you know, man. That's that's why you're fucking awesome. Thanks so much for hanging out here, brother. Oh man, we got man. We got to make fun of the the libtards that live in your country just as much as they live in our country. Um, thanks for hanging out, Chocolate Collective. All right, let's get to the gold pill donations over here. We got Nurse throwing me a cookie. <gasps> My wife and I got into an argument last night, so before bed, I politely asked her not to shed my side of the bed. <laughs> Thank you, Nurse. Thank you. Yeah, pulling up a uh, an Amber Heard, right? <clears throat> Space Coast, thanks for the cookie. I'm back on Twitter. I saw you, Space Coast. Thanks for following me. Uh, I see you out there. Ryder with a cookie. Fox, yo with a cookie. What's good, dude? What's good, Fox? Brandy with a B with a can. Pearl to the angel with a cookie. Last of my gold pill stash till payday. That's okay. Thank you, Purple Chili Angel. I appreciate that. C. Blanche with 110 gold pills. Let's go. Angel with a cookie. Good evening, Scott. Good to see you. Keep up the good work. Jezebel with a can. Go, Tim Pull. Allison with a can. SKG with a can. And Nancy F. with the shades. Love the way you keep us all laughing. Well, Nancy, you are in store. This one is packed. Packed full of laughs. Great information. So many takes, fam. Um, the, everyone on the locals caught a, uh, caught a, a, I guess what they would call an appetizer today's show. We spoke for an hour last night. We had over 30 people live on the locals. It's been consistent. It's been growing. And I just have to give a shout out to them. You guys' name is over there on the show. I have to update it. And you guys, they'll probably do it in the next day or two. And all that good stuff. Cage Farmer, throw me a fleet. Fleet of Relitards. Oh, man, dude. We got so much of that. Thank you for the fleet, brother. I appreciate that. So, fam, with that being said, I know um, a lot of people, I don't know how you feel about this, guys, but whether you, you're, you, you, like, you like Twitter, you hate Elon Musk, you hate Twitter, whatever it is, whatever it is, what Elon Musk has done is a big deal. It's a gigantic deal. And it's as far as free speech it is probably one of the biggest events in free speech, and and I can't even remember the, the last time. I don't remember the last time. But we're going to break this down, the good and the bad, all the tweets, all the ring from the left. We're going to destroy Sean King. And if you guys don't know who Sean King is, you're going to know by the end of the show. I got memes. I got laughs. I got ring. And fam, 
to tie up the show, I got big bombshells from Durham's latest briefing that came out last night. We're definitely going to be going into overtime because you guys need to understand what is happening. And it's really, really ramping up, really ramping up as far as Durham's investigation. So fam, I want to lead you in to, into the show with an amazing meme here, uh, a Star Wars theme meme on Elon Musk taking over Twitter. And guys, I see you guys doing a cookie war. I'll get to all those on the other side. You guys can donate the gold pills. Rumble, you got your Rumble rants. You guys can also send me a donation through Buy Me a Coffee, which is fantastic. It's not Cash App. I know a lot of people like Cash App, but I also have Cash App. You guys can send it to all those places. It's keeping the lights on full time. Fam, let's get into it. I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Let's do it. Moss Eisler Spaceport. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Challenging is that the president keeps giving himself <laughs> Any of us been under a Do you think I had a choice? For my dead body. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it dark to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. the appetizer we're about to get into the main event let me know how you're all feeling in the chats <laughs> that's okay that's not a kid 
the fuck is oh it's fucking it's the rat fuck it's the rat fuck Fauci <laughs> holy shit 550 people watching over on Rumble. We got 360 over <laughs> on the voxel. <laughs> oh, everyone's dying in the chats. No one was expecting that. No one was expecting that. I love it. Oh, Jesus, man. Let's get into this. <laughs> I mean, I just want to watch that. I just want to watch that meme over and over again. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Jim Jim, throw up with me major cookies. PJ Carl the King, glad it's Taco Tuesday. Unfortunately, it is Taco Tuesday. And if everyone can, the shit show has now joined the show in the chat. Can everyone please shame him in the chat for being late? Everyone please shame the shit show for being late to my show because how, how dare you? JB uh, with the cookies, thank you so much. Drop me major cookies. Costly decision with the can. Jim Jim, drop me major cookies. Champs in the house, great to see you, brother. Thanks for dropping the cookies and always great to see you here. Thanks for the cookies. More cookies from Champs and JB. We also got Brandy with a B with a cookie. Jim Jim and JB again having a cookie fight. Shit show. Drop me 117 gold pills. Allison N. Drop me some cookies. JB and Sumter. Jim Jim again. Nancy F. with cookies. Good one. Khaleesi with a phone winning. And TG getting with a phone. Damn it, I'm late. Much love, Woke fam. It's okay. There's a lot of people coming in late. It is all good in the hood. So fam... It's no surprise what we're going to talk about right off the gate here. If you live under a rock, you didn't hear. You didn't hear. Heather, great to see you. I didn't want to leave you out here. I see you out there as well. Yes, Shit Show says shame me. He probably loves it. He probably loves it. If you guys aren't watching the Shit Show at night, you need to go watch the show. He has an excellent show. Holding it down um, in the, on the uh, night shift on Foxhole. Absolutely great, fantastic show. Guys, if you, live, if you live under a rock, you didn't hear. Elon Musk brought, bought Twitter. For $44 billion, and not only did he buy it, he is taking the company private, which holds the, the significance of this. Like I said, whether you hate him or love him, it's a gigantic, big fucking deal. It's a huge deal. And we're going to get into why. How this led up yesterday, it was, a, it was a powder keg. And I was watching it at every... I had I, I, Sundays and Mondays, guys, are my days off. I only do Monday live streams for my locals. So I don't have to do so much work. It's a lot more laid back. It's chill. We talk a lot of shit. It's a lot of fun. The chat is crazy on locals. You can do a lot more with it. But Elon Musk put, uh, Musk put this out, and he this is where it kind of signaled to the world that this deal is getting done. I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. And when he said this, I'm like, okay, at any moment, we're going to find out that this guy is going to pull this off and he's going to buy Twitter. I mean, you can't... There was no way that he wasn't going to get Twitter. And I, I'll be honest with you guys, I didn't think... I thought Twitter was going to burn themselves down, take the lawsuits, get sued by the uh, by the stockholders for not get for not doing a deal that was more than enough to buy them out. And again, you have that thing called fiduciary uh, responsibility that you have to do what's best financially by the company and by them nuking themselves was going to open the door for many lawsuits. Elon Musk got it done and it was made official. And here we go from the post millennial. Elon Musk buys Twitter. It is done. Twitter and Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk have reached a deal on the sale of Twitter. The site will be purchased for $44 billion. And after the deal was announced, Twitter stock stopped trading. According to the Wall Street Journal, Twitter and Musk have reached a deal, which gives Musk total control of the company. And he now officially, Elon Musk can now officially say he owns the libs. It is his. Everything from the source code to anything on that platform it is now Elon Musk. He is the boss of Twitter now. And this thing is, 
Whether you hate him or love him, this is not the conversation for that today. This was his, uh, this was his little speech that he put out after it was made announced. Must release a statement. What's up, Frogger? Great to see you. Must release a statement saying, quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open, source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and, spam bots and authenticating all human beings. This is huge news. And Gra- uh, Grammar Pirate, thanks for the cookie. And Jimmy Cricket, also for the cookie. Damn it, shit, sure. I could lose my job for listening to my headphones on shift. Didn't stop me. <laughs> Ain't nobody's job worth losing over our, our shows. But hey, this is just shows you how awesome our audience really is. So fam, it is done. And the thing is, this has sent people into overdrive to the point where all you hear, all you hear now on, on Twitter is that Elon Musk is going to let back in all the white supremacists and all of the QAnon people and all of MAGA, Trump. Everyone's going to become rushing back to Twitter. And the thing is, fam, there is a lot of natural organic traffic coming back to Twitter. My account following started to spike, which is, hasn't spiked in months. I barely use Twitter. I use it to slowly collect um, memes, quotes, uh, whatever it is, whatever I can leverage the platform. I haven't been banned from it. If I haven't banned from it, I'm going to use it. I'm absolutely going to use it. But for the main part right now, it is nothing but crying and just oceans, oceans, fam, of liberal tears. And the thing is, this is important on many fronts simply because Musk now has to take on everything with Twitter. When I mean take on everything, he's going to see the algorithms. He's going to see all the code, the source code, everything about it. And you have to remember when I say everything, that also means DMs too. And, what, and that's going to be very important later on. But the employees over on Twitter wanted to send Elon Musk a message, especially the, 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 the blue-haired, purple-haired pussies that are over there. They send a message to, to uh, Elon Musk, and they did it in a way by trying to fuck with the source code. And if you don't know what a source code is, and I'll, I'll explain it to you in a minute, the source code for these companies exists, uh, at least for Twitter, exists on a platform called GitHub. And they tried fucking with him by making the uh, the source code, by, by listing the repository for it as empty. And I'll show you what this means right here. This was made uh, public by Disclose.tv, the first ones I saw that report on this. It says, Twitter employees apparently added a public repository called, quote, the algorithm on the platform's GitHub account shortly before the source code was locked. Musk said he wanted to make the Twitter algorithm open source. And for the, all the non-techies out there, it seems that some developers at Twitter want to send a message to Elon Musk by uploading this empty software repository. And there was an update seven hours after that saying the rogue and empty Twitter source code repository, the algorithm, has now been deleted. You dumb fucks. <laughs> Oh, these, and guys, that's just the beginning of it. This is just the beginning of it because if you were to go on Twitter, guys, think about it. Think about it. If you're going to, if you're Elon Musk, I, I don't know how you handle this. I've never run a big tech platform. We have enough on our plates with Foxhole being a homegrown grassroots built with just, you know, just a, a small team. And there's already so much to do with it. Um, I can't imagine trying to take over one of the biggest, if not the biggest public square that is online in the entire world. How do you deal with this? Because, yeah, if you're Elon Musk, you can go in. 
You can go in. Do you fire everybody? Do you fire all the pink, blue-haired, foaming-out-the-mouth libtards that all they want to do is content moderate and fact check? How do you do it? I say just fucking fire them. Here we go. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. 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 <laughs> You're fired. Fire all those pussies. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. They have ruined lives. They have ruined livelihoods. They have ruined people's hard work. If anyone knows, if anyone knows how much work it actually takes to build a following, to build an audience, if for most people it takes years of nonstop grinding, you have to enjoy the grind. You have to enjoy the work. I'm a glutton for it. I've been working since I was 15 years old. I was, I guess, illegally hired by this Mexican guy who came over with his family running a bagel shop, and we made the most fucking banging bagel shop in our entire village. The place was going bananas, and I have not stopped working since, and I put, I have, I, guys, I love it. I love getting canceled. I love getting attacked, because it, all, all it does is tell me is without, this is what we're doing. We're doing it right, and Foxhole, all these alternative platforms, they're all a testament to that. Heather July, thank you for the cookie. <gasps> And shit show dropped me 17, 1,717 gold pills. I use Twitter to steal woke size tweets. Make them do the work. Hey, hey, man, we all do it. I don't care, man. You can steal away. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't care. It's all good with me. But fam, it just keeps getting better and better. And I want to talk about the uh, oceans of liberal tears. We went from not just single blue check mark accounts, bringing themselves into oblivion. And I'm going to show you those in just a moment. It was also the corporate press. This was a tweet here put out by The Verge. A brand new hot off the presses article yesterday. And all it says is how to deactivate your Twitter account. And as you can see here, um, it says this tweet is from a suspended account, which I find odd because Elon Musk responded to this and then he deleted it. But I have the screenshot here. And Elon Musk simply replies, don't worry. I can do it for you, Verge. (laughs) If you're Elon Musk right now, you have to be living on cloud nine. There's no, how can you not be? How can you not be? I love the art of trolling. I've always been attracted to people, not sexually, not physically, but I've always been attracted to people that can have, they just know how to troll the right way to get under people's skins. This is why I was drawn to uh, Donald Trump and why I ended up voting for him. And I was shocked that he won. And then when he did to Hillary Clinton, I was like, fuck, I know I made the right decision. Elon Musk also very good at Twitter and also good at trolling. It doesn't get much better than that. But here comes the liberal tears, fam. From Rob Rayner, blue checkmark libtard. Now that Elon Musk is buying Twitter, and Curly Kaylee comes in at the right moment. I know she loved this one. Now that Elon Musk is buying Twitter, the question for all of us is, will he allow a criminal who used this platform to lie and spread disinformation to try to overthrow the U.S. government to return and continue his criminal activity if he does How do we combat it? And with the most boss (laughs) reply here from John Rich, calm down, Rob. I'm sure he'll let Hillary stay. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Rob. We'll make sure we'll let Hillary stay on. And fam, it just keeps going. This is Sean King. If you guys don't know who Sean King is, he is the one of the whitest dudes you will probably ever see that claims that he's also black. And the funniest thing Elon Musk was born in South Africa. And the thing is, what's been triggering these libtards is saying, why are all the white racist liberals 
going after Elon Musk. He's the first African-American to own a, <laughs> a, a tech company, and you racist fucks are shitting on him. What is your problem? Sean King wrote this because, of course, everything's about white supremacy. At its root, he tags Elon Musk. Wanting to purchase Twitter is not about left versus right. It's about white power. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? The man was raised in apartheid by a white nationalist. He's upset that Twitter won't allow white nationalists to target slash harass people. That's his definition of free speech. (laughs) And the thing is, guys, he went and decided to delete his account. And don't worry. It was very short-lived because these cuckbag lefty uh, retards, they can't go anywhere else. Where are they going to go? And you guys are all saying it. Talcum X. (laughs) Talcum X, he's the whitest dude ever. The whitest dude ever. And where are these guys, where are these people going to go? And I was, and I said this on the locals last night. I was watching um, Frank's show right before the locals and he was with Richard Barris and they were talking about this and Frank Frank said just something so simple and so funny. He's like, where are these retards going to go? Are they going to go outside? Are they going to get some sun in their faces? Are they, where are they going to go? Back to MySpace? Are they going to go back to where? Tumblr? Reddit? They have nowhere else to go. Nowhere else to go. So Sean King here with a million followers decided to delete his account. And I, I told you guys I was having a lot of fun. I was having a lot of fun with Twitter, and because this dude is be so white, I said, this you? <laughs> so gay, I don't even, and this meme is just so weird. It's these, it's, it's legs attached as arms with another leg, with feet. It's so stupid and weird. But he has been catching the heat from Don Jr., from big-time accounts, and these people are getting driven into submission. They don't know what to do. They're freaking out, and it just keeps getting better from here, fam. And don't worry. Sean King reactivated his account, and he was. this was a response to Jack Basabic. These two have been going back and forth all day long. Says, you wish, motherfucker. I didn't delete my account. You literally made that up. I was getting death threats and hack attempts from your buddies who stormed the Capitol. <laughs> and now to make it more secure, I'm right here, and you are a white supremacist. <laughs> well, your buddies that stormed the Capitol. Fam, I've had a Twitter account for a long time, probably since like 2011. There is not there. As far as I know, there is nothing you can do to reinforce and strengthen and strengthen your Twitter account. No, you guys are attention whores. You're lefty retard minds that live in this bubble that you think the entire world revolves around was shattered by Elon Musk and you don't know how to handle it. So everything is white supremacy. Everything is yeah, you and your cat, you and your, you and your buddy that joined the Capitol, they're going to make death threats and hack me. And ha- no, 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 no. You were pissed. You were angry. Your vagina got got all got tied in a knot. And you deleted your account. And then you realized, oh, my God, what am I going to do without? How am I going to virtue signal to a mass? How am I going to do this anymore? And you came back. And when you came back, you got ratioed. You absolutely got ratioed. And fam, this stuff that's been coming out, oh God, I'm just so, I'm just enjoying it. This, I don't know who made this. Um, there's a guy out here that makes a lot of these. And this was a, uh, I, I guess a comic, a drawing of Sean King here that says, would you oppress me? I'd oppress me. And he's putting, he's putting <laughs> dark makeup over his face. And he said, I'd oppress me hard. And then you got the Black Lives Matter fist up on, up on the last slot here. Thank you so much, Navy Vet. With the shade sky, hey bro, cheers, cheers, my friend, cheers. 
and Navy Vet with another cookie. Shameless plug tonight on in at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to bake some noodles. Special guest with Brain. Brain or Brian? Check out Navy Vet, guys. Check him out. He's going to be uh, cooking some uh, pasta or some noodles or something. That's pretty cool. And see Blanche of the can. Shove this can right up Talcum X's ass. <laughs> no problem. No problem. So, fam, I've just been, I've been having a lot of fun. And you know what? I've had death threats. I've had multiple threats against me and my family. This is a big reason why we moved from New York. Um, things were getting spicy out there just for having an opinion that didn't line up with the narrative and all the libtards that live out in, uh, out by New York as well. And it's fun to see these people suffer. It's fun to see the realities get shattered because they don't know what to do with this right now. They think they got a big old Donald Trump that just bought this platform and they're going crazy. They're going crazy. And all their arguments are is we like free speech, but only, only free speech that we, that we will allow. That means if you disagree with us, we don't want you to be seen. We'll turn down your engagements. We'll nuke everything about you. And we will silence you because we know your ideas are stronger than ours. And you represent a threat to our little digital circle that we think the entire country and the world revolves around. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And not only that, Elon Musk has vowed to destroy the bot accounts. If you guys are following any of this, AOC, um, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, they're losing thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers already. I don't know if that has to do with uh, people leaving Twitter. Um, I don't know if that's anything to do with Twitter trying to burn all the files down, throw everything through a, a shredder. I don't know yet because it's only day one. I doubt Elon Musk is changing things on day one. This is going to take some time. But this fam was a... <laughs> this was an inside account here of the uh, real-time breakdown of Twitter employees losing their shit. This is from Talman Joseph Smith. It says, it's absolutely insane at Twitter right now and the virtual valves of private Slack rooms. And if you don't know what Slack rooms are, guys, this was it's basically an internal... Um, instant messaging system that big companies use uh, to DM each other. I used to have it when I was in banking. And employee group texts, according to an internal source, their take slash breakdown just now. And here we go. Quote, I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I really don't want to work for a company that is owned by Elon Musk. The source at Twitter continued. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Oh my God, my phone's been blowing up. We have a meeting about it at 5 p.m., the CEO is going to address everyone about it. It equals Elon. <laughs> I hate him. Why does he even want this, they asked. The employee continued on, quote, I feel like he's this petulant little boy, and then he's doing this to troll us. He doesn't know anything about our policies and what we do. His statement about our algo was fucking insane. We're just going to let everyone run amok? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows what are we gonna do. What are we gonna do? And guys, you know how these uh, these these fragile these fragile human beings that just can't fathom a world where they can't control it, where they can't control people's free speech. They are the ones that told everybody, right? If you don't like Twitter, go build your own. If you don't like this live stream platform like YouTube, go build your own. It's a it's a private company. They can do what they want. And now. That is being turned on to them. Yes, you're right now, Twitter. All you Twitter employees, you are right. Elon Musk has now bought this. It is a private company now, so now Elon can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> oh, my God. Foxy will be like, Libtards will be like, oh, no, we suck again. And fam, 
these guys literally get like mental, uh, mental uh, evaluations as far as like therapy. They have these therapies inside these buildings where these employees can go to when their, their fragile worlds get collapsed. This is no joke. This is from Politico. Twitter's top lawyer reassures staff cries during meeting about must take over. <laughs> and fam, this lawyer that's referenced here was the same lawyer that was advocating. It was a big part of why Donald Trump was removed off of Twitter. Vihaji Gade, a key executive involved in decisions to remove former President Donald Trump and ban plug advertising, expressed uncertainty about the future of the platform and was seen crying with the rest of the employees of Twitter about a meeting after Musk officially took them over. <laughs> Tears, fam. Tears. And if you guys want an actual live view of what the inside of the uh, Twitter headquarters, which should now, in my opinion, I saw Salty Cracker tweet this out, saying that the Twitter headquarters should now be turned into a fucking homeless shelter. I'm totally about it. But here's the inside look of what the actual, what this looks like. Oh my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Teacher. Stay calm. Well <laughs> Hugapug, great to see you. A cold, refreshing can of deep state tears to wash down the tacos. Tastes like freedom. Great to see you, Adam Hugapug. I hope you're watching the show naked as you always are. And Amazing Tim with the cookie. Haven't had this much fun since Hillary lost in 2016. Amazing Tim, that is a great point. And I was saying that to um, on the locals last night. I have not seen such a, a positive vibe and such a breakdown at the same time since Donald Trump won the election in 2016 and upset the entire world by defeating him. I have not seen it. I'm seeing doctors, Dr. Malone. I'm seeing a uh, doctor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy that's the Dr. Z guy. He's got a protocol. I can't, uh, I can't remember his name. Zelensky. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I can't remember his name. All these people are starting to return to Twitter. And I even saw a bunch of an anon accounts that have big, big followings. They were actually able to log into their accounts and they weren't able to do anything. Their followers are gone, but they were actually able to get in and peruse around Twitter before they were just completely banned. But you're absolutely right, uh, Amazing Tin. I have not seen such happiness um, from our side in a long time because, fam, well, I just, Adam Hugapog, you're going to need more cans, man. Guys, brace your ears for this because this, this is all that we have uh, streaming for the, la for the last two days here, and it's been glorious. <laughs> Dr. Zelenko, thank you, Ariel Slock. I appreciate that. I was like, Zelensky, that, that don't sound right. Zelensky's that cuck uh, Nazis uh, out in Ukraine. So there, there's that. And fam, we were just having fun. So much fun with this. It, the memes have just been plentiful, and you can't, you can't help but laugh. And I was thinking, like, if, if, if Elon Musk was, were to come back, 
if he were to come back and because he's going to have the official um, holder of the of the actual official Twitter account of Twitter, um, the bio would be very simple. Uh, the Twitter account with the check mark, the left can't meme. <laughs> and I would probably just replace the cat with the Doge dog since he loves Doge dogs and uh, with, <laughs> with the Doge cryptocurrency. And you guys all know, we talked about it on Friday, how Bill Gates on Bill Gates was trying to get a hold of Elon Musk saying that he wanted to, he was texting Elon Musk saying that he wanted to asking why Elon is not doing more philanthropy uh, works. He wanted to get together, raise money for whatever bullshit um, psycho evil lizard people thing that um, people like Bill Gates like to do. Um, and Elon Musk said, fuck you dude. Pretty much. Uh, you have the biggest short on Tesla stock. Why am I going to work with you? And he made the, uh, the text pu- uh, public and, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bill Gates and Elon Musk like each other very much. So this fam again, this is fake. This is totally fake, but it would be pretty funny if uh, if Elon Musk took this over and just just suspended the account of Bill Gates. <laughs> it just it never never ends. So guys, I told you I have I have uh, packed this show with mucho mucho funnies, and what I wanted to bring here is a uh, <laughs> is what would it look like? Because the big question is right. The big question, guys, this is where I want to bring the conversation. The big question is, will Donald Trump come back? Will Elon Musk give him the opportunity to come back? And I'm not, I have have 100% faith that Elon Musk would totally let Trump come back if he wanted to. But it's the big question now. Think about everything going on with Truth. Truth Social is ramping up. All iPhone users in the United States are now on Truth Social. It's the number one app right now in the app stores currently above Twitter. And Twitter is second. What does this do to the landscape of big tech platforms and getting your message out and for everything as far as America first? Is this going to quelch? Is this going to stop the progress of these alternative platforms? Should Trump get back on? We don't know. But if I want to show you a video. Yes, uh, Wisemeyer, can you post the Star Wars meme on Wokals? I will absolutely do that. And guys, I will post it on my Wokals. Most of my content on the Locals fam is free. I'm going to post my memes over there. A lot of people ask me for links. I don't have links. I have to actually physically download these onto the computer. um, And then I show you guys on the show. So I will put that on the Locals. You guys can become a free subscriber and have access to that. But if you want um, access to the streams, you you have to become a monthly or yearly subscriber for. So I'll put it on there for you guys so you can see it. What would it look like if Trump got his uh, account back? This is what it may look like if he were to come back. Take a watch. Holy smokes, man. Holy smokes, man. Hey, guys, have you ever wondered? You ever wondered what it would look like if they gave um, Alex Jones his account back? (laughs) You don't have to wonder. There's a language warning. Here we go. This is what it may look like. Are you ready for Alex Jones? Sure. Fine. All right. Oh, I've been ready for Alex Jones. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. They're fucking killing already more kids, so you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate. <laughs> I'm gonna play it one more time. It's too good. Are you ready for Alex? Sure. 
fine. All right. Oh, well, I've been ready for Let me <laughs> Okay. Perfect. They're fucking killing Artie more kids, so you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate. <laughs> I'm good with it. There's something that's free speech, brother. That is what free speech is. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. And fam, don't worry. Everyone from Media Matters to the cuckbags that write for the New York Times, the Washington Post, they're all screaming, please, Elon Musk, we already hate you so much for what you did. This is Kyle Griffin. NAA CP statement, quote, Mr. Musk, free speech is wonderful. Hate speech is unacceptable. Disinformation, misinformation, and hate speech have no place. No place on Twitter. Do not allow 45 to return to the platform. Do not allow Twitter to become a Petri dish for hate speech. <laughs> you guys are loving that. <laughs> I will put all these memes on the locals, um, and my mods are dropping the links in the chats for that. And, uh, and you guys can get access to those memes so you can show your friends and family. Foxy out with a cookie. I foresee Liptard selling their Teslas. And yes, Foxy, you can actually attribute, you can attribute the progressive retard Leptard, Liptards for buying Teslas to help fund Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter. <laughs> oh, it's, it just never ends. I have not laughed this much in so long. Trappy with a cookie. It's Tuesday and I'm late to the party. Replay for sure. Oh, Trappy, you're going to have to replay this one. You're going to have to. It's too good not to. Navy vet with a cookie. President Trump has to look like he's not involved. Takes away the mainstream media narrative. We all know he really is. Yeah, we're going to talk about that right now. And Iano with the cookie. The Alex Jones bit. Yeah, you already know. Cookies! Everyone already knows. Alex Jones, is in a, he's in some legal trouble right now. But either way. So, fam, what is Trump going to do? And according to a Fox News article that came out yesterday, it says Trump will not return to Twitter even as Elon Musk purchases platform will begin using his own true social. And it's being also reported in this article. It's also being reported in this article that Trump is going to be using truth and actually what you would call tweeting. He'd be truthing this uh, this sometime within the next seven days. And a lot of people have been ragging on Trump and a lot of personalities on Twitter are saying things like, why is Trump not using his platform? Why is he doing this? He should be leveraging this. And I, I agree. I think if Trump were to get his Twitter back, I think he'd be crazy not to use it. He had, I think, like 86 million people. Reach as many people as you can, fam. Right now, I am in the mode. I am in the mode of no mercy. There is no mercy. After everything we have endured from 2016 up until now, there is no fucking mercy for these people at all. How can you give them any leg up? Watching Ron DeSantis crush these people in Florida right now, and he's fighting them back the way that we're supposed to be. Zero mercy. Our kids' futures are at stake. Our futures are our futures are at stake. Everything is for play right now, and we are playing for keeps. But I'm having, I'm seeing a lot of these uh, big time influencers on Twitter saying Trump is losing, losing his uh, base, his touch. And I have to ask, guys, do you think Trump's losing his bait, his touch on his base? I don't think so at all. I mean, we, we, I live in this world 24 seven, so maybe I, my bias is a little. Uh, it's a little diluted with that, but I've seen his Trump rallies. I've seen what's going on on Truth. I'm in touch with this as 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 close as anybody. I'm not seeing that, but would that would would that hurt Trump if he went to started using Twitter again? I don't know. I don't know. And Cage Farmer said zero zero mercy, no fucks given. I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. 
But fam, I got to tell you, it has been such an awesome thing seeing on Twitter, seeing friends I have not seen in so long show up on Twitter. And this is what it's kind of been like. <laughs> this is here we go. Yeah, we actually doxed all the parents. That's so helpful. Yeah, we got them banned. Oh my God, Elon bought Twitter, guys. What do you mean he bought Twitter? Well, well, well. <laughs> Fancy seeing you, yayas. I know you're surprised to see me because I'm unvaccinated and according to you all, I'm supposed to be dead. Oh my God. <laughs> now that you can't ban me, I'm going to go over my list that we're going to talk about thoroughly. I brought it. Ready? No, this is not a safe space. <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, whether oh the vaccine caused damage to people or not. The whore son of the president. You're just spewing hate. <laughs> the corruption of the president. I can't defend all those. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and fam, we've been, there's been so many people stress testing the algorithms. I said, Rachel Levine is a man. Dr. Fauci was wrong about everything. He deserves a rot in jail. Biden did not get 81 million votes. Biden stole the election. There was mail-in mail uh, mail fraud ballots, and Trump won 2020 in a landslide. And so far, so good. But I'm not the only one doing this. Everybody, fam, from, from uh, I'm seeing prominent politicians that you would consider America first doing all this. It's been an absolute shit show. But I do have to ask, guys, because it is important from Viva Frey here. Um, he tweeted this out. The biggest losers to an Elon Musk bio of Twitter will be Truth Social and Getter. And he's referencing not just through social and getter, but a great question here is, is this, is this is why I'm saying it's great that Elon Musk is doing this because this is a, this Twitter has been a, a propaganda wet dream for the deep, deep state and has been used for a long time to help shift. Um, uh, what's it called? Elections, public opinion. Can you imagine fam? Trump might have still won. He did win. We all know he won, but even with, even with, all the cheating that they did, if the Hunter by laptop story wasn't censored like it was, would that have been enough for these people to get, you know, the ones that say, hey, if I knew about the laptop, I wouldn't have voted for Biden? There's so much stuff about this, right? So I love what Elon's doing, but is it ultimately going to hurt places like Truth Social and places like Getter? I'm not on Getter. Um, places like Gab. Yesterday, Truth Social stock uh, dropped a little bit. But surprisingly, and I would love to know what you guys think in the chat. Do you guys think this is? Do you guys think people going back to Twitter is going to ultimately hurt this uh, this parallel tech environment that we're building, economy, and everything else, or can we just add it back to the arsenal of things we've been using already and use everything and nail, get our truth out to everybody on all platforms and not have to worry about being banned? Because this was true. Social stock today, Digital World Acquisition Core, it went up. It went up 17%. So it was down yesterday and now it went back up. So it really makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. How is this going to play out? And will things change? Will things change with Donald Trump when he starts using his own platform that he has invested millions of dollars in? And the thing is, whether you hate or, or love Musk, the man has still invested $44 billion of his own money, cash money, because he honestly believes in the platform. He thinks it's it, it can be it can truly be with with him running it, the full potential that he sees for it as a truly free speech for everybody. So for me, his actions have have spoken to I can kind of trust him when it comes to this, that just this. And fam, 
We don't have to agree on everything that Musk does. And we have to stop saying, thinking in a way of, well, is Musk good or bad? I don't think in those terms anymore of, are they good or they're bad? Are people, do we have more in common as far as our values, as far as free speech, maintaining those those values of free speech? If we do align on that, we're going to kind of get along. As far as the transhumanist stuff, the chips in the brains, that's that's for another day. But right now in the world that we live in right now with this news, this is ultimately, I do believe, a good thing. And I would love to know what you guys think in the chat. Uh, J.R. Meat with a can. Dr. Oz endorsement blows my mind. And yeah, J.R. Meat, that is why um, not really this this week's rally, next Friday's rally, he's going to be in Pennsylvania. I am going to be, I can't wait to see the crowd's reaction to Dr. Oz because I'm assuming Dr. Oz is going to be there. <laughs> And he usually when he makes these endorsements, he get they get up on stage and they they speak for like a minute. Right, is he gonna get booed? Is Trump gonna get booed? I have no idea how that's gonna play out. But fam, there the conversation that we just had, this is just surface level. Where I'm gonna bring you into now is more of the deeper level and why this matters. And if you don't ever use Twitter again, you don't give a shit about Elon Musk, you don't give a shit about Twitter. It matters, and I'm going to show you why. And just and right here, I want to bring you to Jack, the former CEO of Twitter, and he put this out here. And I'm telling you guys, I don't trust this guy at all. I think he's a piece of shit still, but he's got a story to tell, and he was tweeting this out after the news of Elon Musk's takeover. He put out a song called, uh, by Radiohead said, Everything in its right place. And if you guys want to go look at the, uh, at the lyrics to that song, it's very interesting as what I'm about to show you. Jack writes, I love Twitter. Twitter is the closest thing we have to a global consciousness. The idea and service is all that matters to me, and I will do whatever it takes to protect both. Twitter as a company has always been my sole issue and my biggest regret. It has been owned by Wall Street and the ad model. Taking it back from Wall Street is the correct first step. He goes on to say, in principle, I don't believe anyone should own or run Twitter. It wants to be a public good at a protocol level, not a company. Solving for the problem of it being a company, however, Elon is the singular solution I trust. I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. Elon's goal of creating a platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is the right one. This is also Paragas, that's the current CEO of of Twitter still. This is also Paragas' goal and why I chose him. Thank you both for getting the company out of an impossible situation. This is the right path. I believe it with all my heart. I'm so happy Twitter will continue to serve the public conversation around the world and into the stars. And fam, he's talking about into the stars because of Elon Musk's Starlink. And if you guys, just to briefly bring up Starlink, Starlink is Elon Musk's way of putting out satellites all over the all over the planet to give the entire world free Wi-Fi at any, at any point. And it completely bypasses a lot of the spying and the bullshit that the government is using currently to spy on God knows how many U.S. citizens and people all over the place. It's crazy. It's crazy. And just as a little side caveat here, people are asking because Elon Musk vowed, vowed to get rid of the spam accounts that exist on Twitter and their toxic things used to shape public opinion. It all matters. Elon Musk said, if our Twitter bid succeeds, we will defeat the spam bots. Spam bots or die trying. Michael Saylor tweets this, Twitter can solve the problem of scammers and bots if they allow real humans to get verified with what they call an orange check by posting a one-time security deposit, then limit comments and DMs to verified accounts. 
Reported bad actors and spam bots forfeit their deposit and at Twitter monetizes malice. Jack Mahler's here tweets, I also shared this idea with Twitter. Given that Twitter is already a strike partner with RAPI, a proof of concept would take a day or two. Anyone can make a micropayment to Twitter over Lightning, verifying themselves and the spam would be dead. The reason why I'm bringing this up, fam, is because I've talked to people who are in this digital cryptocurrency world. And the one good thing I do believe that cryptocurrency has, it is a gigantic public ledger in anything. And I mean anything that moves on any kind of crypto, it is logged, it is recorded, and you can only be a real person to carry it out. And I know people are all about paper ballots. I'm all about paper ballots right now. But people have flowed the idea of what if one day there can be a technology that it cannot be, cannot be taken over. It can't be scammed. A digital crypto, not a crypto, but a digital um, decentralized cryptocurrency, I guess, block could be established to make sure that when people vote, it's actually them and there can be no fraud. I thought that was very interesting. A little side note, but fam, what does this all boil down to? What does this all boil down to? Why are they, why are these people so afraid and so outraged? Because for the first time in a long time, these people are literally being challenged by, by us, this MAGA movement, and many other people that we call the normies that we all share more common values with. Normies that don't vote or they're, they're, they're independents or whatever, we share more in common than they do with the left, with the radical bullshit that they're trying to employ as far as sexualizing kids. All this nonsense, blockchain, PJ Cup, that was the word I was looking for, blockchain. They are scared shitless of the influence that we wield. When we were on YouTube, we were, we were taking over YouTube. We were bypassing as far as views, average clicks between my channel and about 25 other channels who I'm, very, I'm, I'm friends with most of them. We overtook the biggest platform in the world as far as influence, video views, and everything as far as getting news out. And we represented such a force to these people they nuked us the day after, actually the day that the Hunter Biden laptop came to surface. And Media Matters, they cement this, this, uh, this what I just said right here. They printed this out yesterday. Headline, if Elon Musk buys Twitter, Donald Trump and other extremists could be replatformed within weeks. Any takeover deal must include an enforceable pledge to uphold community standards and keep violators off the platform. And fam, this cuck bag, these cuck bags from Media Matters, they have written at least four or five articles about myself and others that are still on the platform begging them to, to delete me off their platform. And for whatever reason, Twitter is not. But when you see things like this, they are afraid of you. They're afraid of this movement. They're afraid of the power of influence that we wield. And you, you want to know what it ultimately comes down to. These retarded libs. They know if we get put into a platform that's a level playing field with no shadow banning algorithms, they know their ideas will not withstand against ours. And we will influence the world and carry on and put people in power that will speak and do what the people want and the will of the people. That is what these people are afraid of. And that is all a testament to all of you who have stuck around, followed me from all these platforms, and have not given up. You're not Sunshine Patriots. I know all your names. I see you in the chats every single day. You don't just show up when the, gut, when the times are good. You're here 
for it all. And I said, when I had said this channel, when I had started doing this, I'm in it for the long haul. I don't care if there's two people watching me. Me doing this was a, was a version of my way to give myself therapy, to be completely honest. But fam, I want to show you just two examples here of the corporate press having their meltdowns. And then we're going to move on to John Durham because I got some big bombshells from John Durham and it's going to lead perfectly in because we all want, don't we all want Hillary, Obama, all those staffers, everyone involved the treason of our country to rot in jail or, at, or you know, what treason actually holds as a punishment? We don't have to say, we all know what it is. But what about the journalist that helped it? John Durham's got him. I'm going to show you in just a little bit. You want to hear the the hypocrisy coming out of the media, fam? You don't get much worse than this clip here. Check this out. Own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. This clown from MSNBC is describing literally what Twitter has been doing for years while, while accusing Elon Musk of possibly being a person now that controls the, uh, that now that controls the algorithms, controls the company. Where you can turn down engagement on one party or one person that you like or a group of people that you don't like or you just cancel them and they don't even know they're being canceled. Are these people retarded guys or are they just clowns getting getting a paycheck and they know exactly what they're lying about? And the other one, Mr. Potato had himself, Brian Stelter. <laughs> Look, who knows? I, I think that's a, a that's a that's a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is, if you uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party, or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertising? I mean, if there's no moderation or little <laughs> moderation, do the advertisers stay away? What does that do to the, yeah. the business prospects for Twitter itself? All I right. think that's very much. It looks like uh, Brian Cates here never went to a party where there was uh, no rules. Okay. I had a feeling. I think the wind blew my uh, camera off here, guys. One second while I just go and fix this. I have the window open, guys. So the wind blew uh, the cord off. Where is my camera? Go. I think we're good to go. Yeah, we're good. Beautiful. Beautiful. So yeah, guys, uh, Brian Stelter clearly never went to a party with no rules before. (laughs) What a fucking clown, guys. 
I don't really want to break down any more of, uh, of uh, the media here, but I do want to get into John Durham. And it's funny, the last thing I just want to say on this Elon Musk thing, all of a sudden, guys, all of a sudden, Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki is talking about reforming Section 230. All of a sudden, the Democrats now have a vested interest in putting up Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, and requiring more, tra- more transparency on social media in order to combat COVID-19 misinformation. And, yep, now I got everything's fucked up now. There we go. PQuest, thank you for the cookie. And fill the dog with a cookie. And Piss Van Tingle, yes, we're going to get into the Durham dick slaps right now. And, uh, no, Cage, what was that? The wind, did you fart in the cam? Fuck you, Cage. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so there is that. Let me just check Rumble real quick over on that chat. Thank you, We Are Rise, for, uh, for, the, $10, for the $10 Rumble ramp. Starlink will be bigger than Bitcoin. That's why Elon bought Twitter to trade on and off of it in the future. It very well could be, We Are Rise. We, I don't know what the ultimate plan is that Elon Musk has. Um, but I think we're just seeing the surface of it and we're just going to get to the uh, the bottom of it. But fam, what's going to lead now into why is this? Why am I going to tie this in with Durham right now? I just want people to remember. Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Democrats have a hotline. They have DMs. They call up Twitter whenever they wanted to and they wanted something censored. And those DMs, fam, now belong to Elon Musk. And you know what other DMs now um, now that Elon Musk owns those DMs, John Durham now owns the emails that were uh, that were put out accidentally, accidentally of all the from Politico, from the Washington Post, the New York Times. They got John Durham now has the emails of the reporters emailing Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein. When you combine the forces of what you would say free speech, and you have to know, Elon Musk probably knows of what's going on with Trump, and he knows the election was stolen. Maybe he'll never say it publicly. Elon Musk now owns the DMs of these people, and John Durham now has the emails. You guys ready for a John Durham dick slap? Here we go. From the conservative treehouse, last refugee. Durham staffer accidentally makes private emails public, fusion GPS coordination discussions with media, and much more. Another significant filing by John Durham's special counsel team to the court was made last night. Within the filing, the staff accidentally did not seal the attachments, which are emails between Fusion GPS and many major media outlets. So, fam, John Durham has had these emails, and nobody knew it publicly, but it was accidentally leaked. John Durham has emails of these reporters, and now the public knows about it, which is fine. It's totally fine. What this is going to reveal, fam, is something huge. First, the background. In a previous liable lawsuit by Alpha Bank against Fusion GPS, the Russian bank was able to get the internal emails between Fusion GPS and major media outlets as part of the lawsuit discovery phase. Despite the lawsuit failing to advance, those prior emails now become evidence for John Durham to use in the case against Clinton lawyer Michael Sussman. So, these were not supposed to be released publicly. But now they're out. And John Durham, it's now public record that John Durham has all the email communications between the journalist that pushed this story and knowingly knew it was false and has all of the sauce. And this leads us 
right into Technofog's breakdown of what this is. Durham's latest, he has hundreds of emails between Fusion GPS and reporters. And fam, just a reminder, before we get into this, remember where we left off on Saturday talking about John Durham. They were in the phase, um, Michael Sussman's lawyers are in the phase of saying that what John Durham is wanting as far as more documents that he knows they're hiding from him, the defense is hiding from them, they're saying it's attorney-client privilege. This is the Clintons, Michael Sussman's, John Podesta. This is their last-ditch effort of trying to throw a monkey wrench in from having John Durham receive these communications that they've been hiding from, not just John Durham, but also from the federal judge. This is all culminating into what we're fine, we're going to see here now. So he has hundreds of emails between Fusion GPS and reporters. And here we go. Additionally, Durham cast doubt on the declaration of Mark Elias that Fusion GPS was retained by, quote, legal advice. Mark Elias, all these guys are saying the same thing. These communications are not being given because they're attorney-client privilege, but they're not. Here he makes a key point. If rendering such advice was truly the intended purpose of Fusion GPS's retention, one would also expect the investigative firm to seek permission and or guidance from Hillary for, for America or its counsel before sharing such derogatory materials with the media or otherwise placing them into the public domain. And fam, you want to see how retarded this argument is from the defense? This is John Term here. Remember, Fusion GPS injected their lawyers a couple weeks ago into this because they found out that Hillary, uh, the DN and the Hillary DN Hillary campaign and the DNC were all subpoenaed. This is uh, this is the special counsel John Durham's response saying, "All these all these things are uh, all these communications they can't be used. They're attorney-client privilege." John Durham's response and some Fusion GPS records themselves, none of which copy or contain reference to a single lawyer. As you're going to see in some of these emails, I'm going to show you guys, if this was attorney-client privilege, wouldn't you want to be tagging or making sure your lawyers are seeing these documents and communications? Oh, wait, that's what you would be doing if you weren't a sleazy, sleazy snake. John Durham says none of these, none of these emails don't even have a single reference to a lawyer. <laughs> these fucking clouds are done. Reflect that far from acting primarily as a confidential expert or legal advisor on one journalist has called, quote, something a public reading room for journalists seeking information about Trump world. The real story behind the Steele dossier from Peter Nicholas, The Atlantic. He's naming names, fam, and naming outlets November 21st, 2019. And while such political consulting and media relations work is entirely permissible in the political realm, a, quote, public reading room logically does not serve as an appropriate forum or facilitator of confidential legal advice. Basically saying, if this was really attorney-client privilege, none of these articles would have been printed. None of this stuff would have been... You guys, The way you guys went about it is not normal at all, and not one lawyer was attached in any of these emails. So I don't want to hear that this is a client-attorney privilege bullshit. <laughs> As we go on here, let's see what these emails say, and this is where it gets juicy. Emails with Slate's Franklin Foyer from May 14th, 2016. And guys, I want you to make sure you see the dates here. These dates are before the election, guys. We're talking the summer of 2016. And I'm telling you, when this is over, it's going to go back even further that this was planned, fam. It is now public record that these clowns, with all the assistance of the lie of, the, of Michael Sussman, lying to the FBI, 
all of this assistance now with the help of the media helping them in the summer. It guys, the case is building. May 14, 2016, Alpha Bank hoax. July 2016, July 26, 2016, emails from Fusion GPS to the Wall Street Journal communicating allegations from Christopher Steele stating a Trump advisor meeting with a former KGB official close to Putin would be huge news, but it doesn't say anything that it is actual news. July 29th, July 31st, emails with a reporter. Washington Post Tom's Hamburger concerning Carter Page investments and meetings with Russians of which the reporter said it's bullshit. Fam, you have a Washington Post Tom Hamburger. This is their communications talking about how they were going to set up Carter Page and the information they were using. They said in the emails they knew it was bullshit. <laughs> they literally used the word it's bullshit. <laughs> and here it is. These are the emails. There's no worries. I don't expect lots of people to believe it. It is indeed hard to believe. FYI, passed on by... This is Tom Hamburger. FYI, passed on by another reporter who likely doesn't like this story. Just letting you know. Other reporters are talking to them saying, yeah, this we don't have sources for this. We don't have sources. None of this is adding up. And he goes on to say that page met with Senshin of Enkovov. It's bullshit. It's impossible, said one of our mask, Moscow sources. These guys were talking to the Russian sources where they get their information from the right articles. And then when they asked them this, their Moscow sources said, it's, it's bullshit. It's impossible. That's not, it can't be real. But what do they do, fam? They went on with it anyways. And it goes on. It just keeps going. Email, ABC News reporter, New York Times reporter, Million, Sergi Million. Guys, they just keeps going down here. It doesn't stop. And here are emails between Franklin Foyer and Fusion GPS in which they discuss going after Carter Page in May of 2016. Says he's also on the board of the Alpha Bank. And here it is from Franklin. I'm going to do some work on Rick Burt. I bet he does some work for the Russians. He was on the radio posing as a Donald Trump advisor today. Fam, this is where the conspiracy lies. This is where it lives. This is massive. And now it's public record. And it is out here for everyone to read. The one of the worst ones here... Adam Schiff and Diane Feinstein are referenced by name. Here is Fusion GPS telling a Wall Street Journal reporter to call Adam Schiff or Diane Feinstein, also known as DiFi, about Carter Page. This is its solid evidence that Fusion GPS by July 26 of 2016 had briefed Schiff and Feinstein and their staffers, including Daniel Jones, a person of interest in the Durham investigation about their Trump Russia quote research. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Fam, I can't tell you how big this is. These are the people that we want to see fucking locked up. As Durham makes clear, no lawyers are copied in these emails. Again, referencing your your argument that this is attorney-client privilege is moot. You can't use it. There's no lawyers copying these emails, so it's fair game. And this doesn't have anything to do with legal advice. Even if there were some type of privilege or work product, it was waived when Fusion GPS distributed the info to the press. <laughs> there are a number of other important observations. The Fusion GPS witness who will testify is the, quote, tech maven reference in their emails. With the New York Times, this appears to be confirmation that Laura Siegel will be the Fusion GPS employee to testify. And I think this is uh, just a few more things here, guys. Durham also destroys the declarations of John Podesta and Robbie Mook on behalf of Hillary for America, stating Mook has stated 
Perkins Coie was to handle and oversee, quote, international opposition research. Mook also received general updates concerning these findings, though he says he was unaware who had been specifically retained. Remember, guys, all of these guys already got subpoenaed and they testified saying that this, yeah, we all signed off on this. We all thought this information was legit from our sources, but yet term knows, knows now for sure it was all made up. The entire thing is a conspiracy and all these people, before I read the rest of it, what I think Durham is doing right now, guys, he is, he is letting the rats eat each other alive and blame each other now because now he's got them on public record. And after their testimony saying, we all signed off on this, Christopher Steele, John Podesta, this guy Mook, who was the campaign manager for Hillary Clinton, they all signed off on this and said, yeah, this is, every, this is real. This is what we were told. Um, so we used it. Now he's got them all lying. Do you guys see what's happening here? The reason for calling the Clinton campaign and DNC as trial witnesses is to get them to testify to their assertion of attorney-client privilege. This is key. Durham wants them to all testify under oath and say, are you going to go, are you here telling the court today, Mr. Podesta, that this is all attorney-client privilege? Yes, yes, I am. Then John Durham's like, well, here are all the emails stating otherwise. He is turning them against each other, fam. This is what's happening. As you might recall, the Clinton campaign, the DNC, Fusion GPS, Perkins Coie, and Rodney Jaffe have all made appearances in this case in order to fight against the production of records to Durham. And he's turned them all against each other now. Report on that story here, stating Durham requested the court require production of records that included, quote, emails and attachments between and among Perkins Coie, Rodney Jaffe, and Fusion GPS. Remember, guys, Rodney Jaffe with the email saying, yeah, Hillary Clinton's going to be a nice, cozy job in, uh, in, in tech, in the digital world, in her administration, if I pull this off. I know it's really, I know I, I could lose my job, my entire reputation, but fuck, we're not going to get caught. And the last thing I just want to quote here from the last update, fam, this is still going to have to be, uh, we're going to have to wait for more information, but one final observation, which is very important, fam. DARPA and confidential data comes up in the briefing. The Sussman indictment mentions, quote, non-public internet data. That was exploited by Jaffe. This is, again, you had to go out of your way to access government accounts, and you had to you had to have credentials to do this. This is gigantic crimes. They were exploited by Jaffe for the purposes of their political hit job. This information was provided to Georgia Tech as part of a prospective contract with DARPA to, quote, identify the perpetrators of malicious cyber attacks and protect U.S. national security. That was the proxy. We're just here to protect American citizens. This is why we're doing it. Trump's a Russian spy. His family, his associate, everybody. We need to protect our country, and they knew it was bullshit. After the indictment, it was revealed that Durham's team had has interviewed former DARPA employees. Based on the information, we hinted that there might be charges relating to misuse of classified government data from DARPA. We now have confirmation that this contract included classified information. So, it's a, and then... Technofog wrote, stay tuned. Fam, I can't tell you how big this is. Because I wanted everyone to get burned for this. Careers ended. Thrown in prison for many years. And now it's out. Hans Monkey said, Hi, Peter Reporter. Looks like you inadvertently blew up Mark Alias' alibi. Oh, sweet irony. And it's all coming out. And here it is as well. Um, 
talking about this is more uh, emails. Don't want to go into that one now. The one I really want to show you is this one right here. Undead FOIA said, hey, added Adam Schiff. Why does Fusion GPS seem to think you have information on Carter Page in July of 2016? How many communications did you exchange with Fusion GPS personal during personnel during 2016 and 2017? Oh boy. And the reason why, fam, I say this is so important is because a lot of those communications are going to end up being in Twitter DMs. And I'm, I know for a fact now that everything, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, you get everything. The skeletons, the illegals, algorithms, the shadow banning. Musk owns all of it. He's gonna, he vows to clean it up. He vows to get rid of them. And he wants to make these algorithms open source. But again, Musk now owns those DMs. And now, if Durham wants to, he can go right to Musk like, hey, I need, I need direct messages from Pelosi, maybe even Brennan, Adam Schiff, and we can go on and on and on. You guys dropped me some major gold pill love over here. Thank you so much, Jim Jim. Always sauce, people. That's what we do on this show, man. Always sauce. And I got to say, guys, um, somebody in my locals chat was at Threadfest in Nashville uh, this weekend, and Brian Cates was there, and uh, her name is Rob K. She talked to Brian Cates, and they brought. she said she has such a huge fan of our, my show, and she, she brought up um, Woke Size to Brian Cates, and he said he absolutely... Loves my content, and he said, Scott always brings the sauce on his Telegram post. It made my night last night. I look up to that guy. He's fucking fire. Daisy chains with a ship. Do a Durham. Orlando the cookie with a Punisher. Boom, boom, booms. And Maggie made of the shades. Maybe the cookie, Suicide Weekend, and Ryder with a cookie. Cookie! Fam, today is just Tuesday. We have an entire week of shows to do. It's going to be absolutely insane. And it's only going to get better from here. We have 1,300 people watching both streams. We get so close to that 1,500, guys. All I can ask, if you can't donate to the show, share the Rumble link, share the Foxhole links, get people to these shows and enjoy. And fam, I want to watch this last video here. I love base sheriffs, and I think Florida has probably the best sheriffs in the entire country. Enjoy this video. You're going to love it. Sheriff Bob Johnson, good morning to you. Good morning, Ainsley. Good morning, Sheriff. So what led you to have this press conference? Explain what happened. Well, we had what we call a frequent flyer um, break into four houses in a row, and um, we were chasing them throughout the neighborhood, and he broke into one house, and the homeowner fired at him. Unfortunately, did not hit him, and uh, we ended up capturing him probably 15 minutes later. He's 32 years old, arrested for breaking into homes. He's been arrested 17 times, first interaction when he was just 13 years old, went to prison for six and a half years. Why do you call him a frequent flyer? We just deal with them a lot, and we sent him to prison, like you said, six and a half years for home invasion, and um, he's just not getting it. So he's going to go back to prison again, and if he gets out again, we'll deal with him again, I'm sure. He just he doesn't understand what the law is, and he doesn't want to follow it, so um, we continually put him in jail. Well, you are being tough, and you are standing up for the good guys and not the bad guys, and you went on to say you praised Ron DeSantis. You said uh, you will shoot better if you take one of our safety gun courses and maybe save taxpayers money. What was the reaction from the deputies in the community? Well, you know, I always talk like that. I, I 
ran on the fact that I'm a cop, not a politician. And I'll tell you right now, you know, if somebody breaks in your house in Santa Rosa County and you shoot and kill them, the chances of them reoffending after that are zero, and we like those odds. So, um, in Santa Rosa County, if you break into a house, you roll the dice. Yeah. What are the residents saying? I'm just curious. Are they supporting you? Oh yeah, they do. Um, I tell everybody, 99% of the the people here love law enforcement, and the other 1% are in my jail currently. All right. What about um, what about the guy who yeah. you don't know who shot this person? You're, he's too afraid, you think, or she's too afraid to come forward? Yes. Yeah, and, and as I said in my press conference, they're not in any trouble. Um, but my deputies were chasing him yard to yard, and then they called shots fired. And, of mm -hmm. course, we didn't shoot at him. But um, shortly thereafter, he jumped through a window and right into a deputy's waiting arms, and he's currently in the Milton Hilton as we speak. What happens to him now <laughs> to make sure he doesn't get out and do this again? Well, we're hoping um, this will be his third strike and he'll go to prison and not get out because we're tired of dealing with him, to be honest with you. Yes, sir. Well, Sheriff, <laughs> thank you so much from the great state of Florida. Thank you, Ainsley. You're welcome. Thanks for what you do. Oh, I love it. How can you not love that? Yeah, why is my... Can you please... I mean, you, you, made me had, you made me face palm so hard the other day. Talking about fucking paintball guns. Jeez, man. Get yourself some real protection. You live in Pennsylvania. There's no excuses. It's not like New York. Oh. Thank you guys so much. All right. Let's get into some shameless plugs, shall we? You guys rock. Thank you all so much for the generous Skull Pill donations. Keep them flowing in. We'll hang out here for a little bit. And while you're doing that, guys, make sure you check out wokefam.locals.com. This is my locals page. That's growing by the day. You guys can become a free subscriber. I do put up a lot of free content. But if you want to become a monthly or a yearly subscriber, you get access to you get a, access to a private live stream every Monday night. It's only for you guys. You get me not just five days, but six days a week. And you also get access to a private Telegram chat. Discounts on merchandise, which is going to be revamped very soon. My website is being revamped right now, and I can't wait to see it. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. And guys, if you sign up to become a yearly subscriber, you get free two months off. It's the best bang for your buck, and it goes a long way in supporting this show and keeping the lights on. And this is where I'm going to be posting the memes that you guys want as well. Go check it out. And of course, guys, buy me a coffee is always available. It's it's a, it's just another donating show uh, system. Very, very good way to send money as well. And of course, you guys send this cash up and everything else. You guys fucking rock. Thank you. And of course, make sure you guys check out my Substack. I'm going to try to put a Substack out every Wednesday because I do. I have found a little, uh, a, a kind of like a side love here for uh, for writing. And that's what I'm going to do here as well. So make sure you guys check out the Substack for all of my written articles as well. Do you guys want to watch the Star Wars meme again? I feel like you guys really want to watch the Star Wars memes again. Let's see what we got here. Not that John with the can. Wow. SA Rider with the shades and the cookie. Thank you so much. What else? What else we got here? Heather with a cookie. Great show, Scott. The sauce is spicy. Sometimes I lose my place all the time, so I repeat. Second Gen Oki with the shades. Woke size, you made this a great day. That's that's all I'm here to do, Oki. You got we gotta make this uh we gotta make the best that we can with this fucking clown running our country right now. Brandy B. Brandy with a B with a cookie and Nat Handy with the shades. Thank you, Nat. Always a great listen while cooking. Thank you for the great laughs today. You're welcome. And Burr Boy with the shades. Base sheriffs are the best. I don't get much more base than that. 
shoot and kill a home invader, there's there's a 100% chance they won't get up and do it again. <laughs> and you can take our firing courses so you can shoot better. Absolutely. Here's the uh, Star Wars meme that everyone's raving about. And uh, we'll play it again here. Moss Eisley Spaceport. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Challenging is that the president keeps giving himself a Two rivers, uh, ketchup on DM updates. We don't. I'm pilled. If it's during the show, man, I'm not. I'm doing the show. I check it as much as I can. But fam, I'm gonna post. Um, I'm gonna post these memes to the locals. You guys can go check those out. Those will be free, of course. And if you guys want to sign up, you get your name on the side here. You become a monthly or uh, yearly subscriber. You get your name right there. So that being said, guys, let's see if we can get this pushed up to 24,000 gold pills. In the meantime, you guys know I love my even numbers. We're at 23,000 right now. Let's get that up to 24. Odd numbers creep me the hell out. And let me release the scratching as we do that. Thank you guys so, so much. Here we go. Scratching's released. Heather with the uh, cookies says, prayers for her friend Ramona. Ramona, I don't know what's, uh, what's going on, but... Sending prayers your way for the Woke fam if you could send some prayers to Ramona. She doesn't miss a show. She's one of my mods, and uh, she's just awesome. Told you guys, lots of laughs today. Lots of laughs today. Share me with a can, Curly K with a cookie. Thank you. Oh, tissue box. Great call, dude. I can't, I totally forgot to add this to the news blitz. Ron DeSantis has made a task force specifically for uh, going after anybody committing uh, voter fraud in the state of Florida. It's, it happened. DeSantis is not fucking around. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I totally forgot about that. Good call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is that is big news. Thank you guys so much. I think we're almost at the 24. We're close. We're getting close. It's catching up. Guys, please go make sure you, you support the other Foxhole channels. 
Season Pixels is back. I think he's on right now, or he's going to be. I thought he was going to be on. Um, Space Shot's on. Quite frankly, of course, go go check him out and uh, everyone else here. Go check out The Shit Show, Due Diligence, uh, Paranormies on Too Strong, and a whole bunch of other people, guys. We got it. Thank you for the cam with that bump, PDX Patriot. We are on out of here. So, fam, you know where to follow me. Make sure you're, I'm on Twitter. I'll be back on Twitter, shit posting as long as I can. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'm on True Social, Gab. Follow me on Telegram. That's where most of my sauce is. And, of course, the locals. I'll drop my memes in there for you guys after the show. And I'll put the Star Wars meme out there for you. And all of that good stuff. Till then, guys, same time, same place tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Enjoy your night. Stay safe, stay strong, stay woke.